Human Events Exclusive. We've got a hot story for you guys today all about Cassidy Hutchinson. Two sugars and this discussion that she may or perhaps may not have had with Pat Cipollone. We've got the inside scoop that nobody else has here at Human Events Daily. But first, I want to let you guys know, I was just talking to Charlie Kirk. We were on the show the other day, and I said, Charlie, we've got a string of wins, huge Ws, Roe v. Wade, done at the Supreme Court. We need to have a celebration. Charlie said, Jack, I agree. And he said, where do you want to have it? I said, Florida. It's got to be Florida. Summertime, it's going to be great. We're going down. And I said, Charlie, here's what we got to do. We got to have President Trump, and we got to have Governor Ron DeSantis, and I want them both on the same stage. And Charlie said, Jack, it's done. We're going to do it. The Student Action Summit, it's coming up. TPOSA.com slash SAS, promo code POSO, all caps. You got to use the all caps. You will get the 25% off. And yes, Trump, DeSantis, they will be appearing on the same stage together. Turning Point USA, the only place where you will be able to see that. And by the way, I'm told, the other thing Charlie told me, said, Jack, we're going to run a straw poll. That's right. The hottest straw poll of the summer between Trump and DeSantis. Ooh, what's going to happen? I don't understand. In the state, it is DeSantis' state, but then again, they're both Florida residents. So we'll see. We will see. A lot of spice. Make sure you are there so you can have your voice heard. Link is in the description, tposa.com slash sass. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is June 30th, 2022, Anno Domini. Today's top story is a Human Events exclusive. Foreign White House official from the Trump administration coming out to us debunking the Hutchinson Jan 6 testimony. We're going to get into that next. The left is proposing abortion tents on federal lands, including national parks. Third, the personal information of every California concealed carry permit holder has been leaked. And finally, in a horrific story, the Ethan Liming autopsy is out. This is the individual, the minor 17-year-old who was killed at LeBron James School in Akron, Ohio. The autopsy reveals a broken skull bone and a shoe imprint on his chest. We're going to have to get into this grisly story. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. And we understand, Ms. Hutchinson, that you also spoke to Mr. Cipollone on the morning of the 6th as you were about to go to the rally on the ellipse. And Mr. Cipollone said something to you like, make sure the movement to the Capitol does not happen. Is that correct? That's correct. I saw Mr. Cipollone right before I walked out onto West Exec that morning. And Mr. Cipollone said something to the effect of, Please make sure we don't go up to the Capitol, Cassidy. Keep in touch with me. We're going to get charged with every crime imaginable if we make that movement happen. And do you remember which crimes Mr. Cipollone was concerned with? In the days leading up to the 6th, we had conversations about potentially obstructing justice or defrauding the electoral count. So Cassidy Hutchinson, the Hutch, two sugars, right? We've been talking about this story and about how each piece of it was or has been at this point debunked. And in a human events exclusive, we've been working the phones. We've been working uh, our network of contacts in Trump world, in the former Trump administration, reaching out to individuals who were in and around January 6th. And one of the specific pieces of her testimony that I wanted to get into was regarding the White House counsel, Pat Cipollone. And there is a quote 
that she claims was said to her, right? We just played it in the White House on the morning of January 6th. And where she's essentially said that Pat Cipollone told her, right? Obviously hearsay out of court statements that if the president marched to the Capitol, we'll be charged with every crime imaginable. And so, of course, we've gone through, we found out immediately, right? It wasn't the beast. It wasn't the limo that day. It was the SUV that President Trump was riding in. Obviously, the the, you know, the plexiglass, the, the bulletproof shielding between him and the driver would have prevented him from you know lunging for the for the driver's wheel, the steering wheel. Though I, I do kind of like to believe that story that he stole the presidential limo. I mean, that come on, that's pretty cool. But a serious note, this story about Cipollone going to her, right? That's an important piece. And the left has been everywhere on this. And so my question was, is it possible that that conversation or a conversation around that was stated on the morning of January 6th? Because keep in mind, that was said supposedly before the speech. And it was during the speech itself. And I remember watching that day, watching it live when President Trump said, I will march with you. He did say that he later didn't march. We know that. But what can we prove? What can we not prove? Well, I reached out to a number of people. And I was told, and I tweeted this out last night, multiple sources, including one who was at the White House on the morning of January 6th, tell me that Pat Cipollone was not there in the morning prior to President Trump's speech at the Ellipse when Hutchinson testified that she spoke with him. Apparently, the January 6th committee is aware of this discrepancy and have been ignoring media inquiries about, about it. Did she make up this entire conversation the way that we know that she already made false statements about the limo she made false statements about the note that she didn't write that hirschman wrote right we've gone through again and again and found different pieces of this now here's the thing the secret service has logs obviously of who is in the white house particularly in the west wing at any given moment you have to swipe your blue badge to get in there right if you don't have your badge swipe that's something that they can check. That's also something, by the way, that the January 6th committee easily would have had access to, right? Those are federal government records. And I don't think that the White House would have declared executive privilege on that, right? We know that Biden hasn't allowed that. President Biden has said, we're not, allow we're not allowing them to declare executive privilege. Of course, President Trump is fighting that at Supreme Court. But so the question then becomes, do they have testimony from the Secret Service as to whether or not Pat Cipollone was in the White House on the morning of January 6th. Because if not, if not, then was this testimony itself fabricated? Was this perjury, as we said yesterday? Was this an example of her ghostwriting? We are going to need answers from the committee. We're going to need answers from her lawyer. We're going to need answers from her. And by the way, if the House changes hands at the end of the year, and that committee then changes over to a new majority and a new speaker. The question of perjury and making false statements to Congress might still come up. We're witnessing every day the collapse of complex systems from our supply chains to the grain routes, the shipping lines, war in Eurasia, the famine that's coming. Michael Yana has spoken of this global famine. The world exists with a 90-day food supply, and we are only nine meals between society and anarchy. 
We know that America is concerned, and you should be concerned, about where this country is going. Many people have begun stocking up on emergency food storage. And I personally recommend a three-month emergency food supply per person. The way things are going, you might just need it. So in order to quickly prepare, what do you do? It's so simple. You go to preparewithposo.com because Human Events Daily has partnered with My Patriot Supply. And you know My Patriot Supply. This is America's largest preparedness company with over 54,000 four- and five-star reviews. So we've established preparewithposo.com. This is the official portal which we're, where you will save $150 off My Patriot Supply's popular three-month emergency food kit. Now, that's three solid months worth of delicious meals, food your family will love. It gives you more than 2,000 calories a day for sustainable energy. And make sure to get one kit for each person in your house. You can throw it in your trunk, put the rest of it in your garage, keep it dry storage. You will give, have the peace of mind. Go to preparewithposo.com, save $150 on the food that you very soon may need. Beat inflation as well by investing in your emergency food from My Patriot Supply. It is the only investment that guarantees you a 100% return. Preparewithposo.com, link is in the description. I'll start with the babyest of the babyest of the baby steps. Open abortion clinics on federal lands and red So I want to tell you a little story about growing up in the Philadelphia area. So when I was younger, one of my favorite places for my parents to take us was Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. And we'd go there almost every weekend, you know, if it was nice out. And in the winter, you know, so in the summer, we'd go there for picnics. In the winter, oh, you better believe we got the toboggan out. We got the sleds. And we were going down those hills right down the statue of Mad Anthony Wayne, right? Just sliding down and loving every second of it, you know, crashing and knocking into other people, just having the best time sledding in Valley Forge National Park. My parents met in Valley Forge National Park. Um, they got married in a church next to Valley Forge National Park. I proposed to Tanya Tay in valley forge national park we got our right at washington chapel we did our photos there we got married in a church right next to valley forge national park basically basically sort of within the same area and um valley forge national park has always been a a huge part of my life my family's life and growing up learning the story right of the continental army and the winter that they had to spend there freezing starving right cold sickness setting in realizing that this might be the end of the united states the british have already taken new york and boston and philadelphia at this point things are looking grim president washington he had set up his house right next to the river because he was worried that if they got overrun right that he'd have to hop in the river and then get out as fast as he could my brother and i we grew up Right, you, you can't do this anymore. But we would we would actually go be running around the battlements of uh, that the Continental Army had built, right? The bunkers and the dug in trenches that they had constructed in case the British did attempt to attack them. My brother and I used to just, you know, play tag and play catch and fly kites on those very battlements of the Continental Army. We'd go to reenactments, you know, see them dressed up as the Continental soldiers, firing muskets off, firing cannons. 
But AOC and the left, they don't want that. They want to turn our national parks into abortion centers all across the country. So for kids like me growing up and going to Valley Forge now, it's not that you go to Valley Forge, you know, to participate in our country's great and rich history. No, no, no. You go there for your abortion tents. Then maybe you can do it again for, I don't know, the Grand Canyon. What, the Rockies? We'll have that next. Go in. We'll have abortion tents popping up. Ever. This is insane. This is completely insane. And this is a story. You got AOC screaming about this. Apparently, Senator Elizabeth Warren is saying the same. Now, I would I would have to ask. I don't know, Senator Warren. Does that include Native American lands, the reservations? Are you talking about setting up abortion tents there? Because I don't know. It might be a little bit of an issue. I don't know. Maybe you can maybe you can, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, circle up with your tribal elders and discuss it with them about your abortion tents on the federal lands. Is that what she's saying, basically? That she wants the Native Americans to get as many abortions as possible? Because, I don't know, that sounds a little bit Margaret Sangery to me. Um, this is this is the left, right? You know, we used to have, I was saying the other day, right? We used to have this situation in America where we had, where we had kind of a stalemate on the question of abortion. It was safe, legal, and rare. Safe, legal, and rare. And it was like that for like 30 years, right? You know, you couldn't really get past it. And then the heartbeat bills started coming up. You started seeing some changes. The technology really got in. 3D ultrasounds and MP3s of heartbeats, et cetera, et cetera, started moving. And then the left just went completely nuts with it, right? They went completely nuts. And as a huge strategic mistake, they supported what? The vaccine mandates. And when they supported the vaccine mandates, they completely destroyed all of their standing when it comes to my body, my choice. So now it's not my body, my choice. They want to tear down our national parks parks, and erect temples to abortion because that is what abortion is to them. It is a holy sacrament. They believe that this, this is a sacred cow. You have to understand that this is like a sacred cow to the left. And the fact of the matter is, it just got slaughtered. And it got slaughtered right in front of them the same way that they want to do, apparently, to as many babies as possible. Most of my family members do not know that I have a concealed weapons permit. I have a good reason to get it. I got it because my spouse was being stalked by a violent abuser and we had went through a lot of a process to get that many years ago to provide us some peace of mind. So this is this what's happened here is um, is just a terrible thing for the citizens and it, and really it's really terrible that the attorney general hasn't stood up and, and apologized to the victims of this release. Well, it'll never happen, right? You know, it couldn't possibly. You can trust us. We're from the government and we're here to help. Story from National Review, a state department of justice data breach has exposed key PII personal information of every concealed carry permit holder across California, their name, their address, their age, their criminal identification index number, and the license type of every permit holder in the entire state. Now, the sheriff's county, the sheriff's office up in Fresno says that they're going to be digging into it. Apparently, this, the breach transpired after the state launched its 2022 firearms dashboard portal, right? They got they have a ton of they have everything out there. All this. Have you ever talked to anybody that's in the shooter community before? Because if you want to understand, this is why, this is why lawful gun owners 
have opposed every single gun registry in the entire country since the beginning. Why did they say, because you're going to put me on a list, because you're going to put me on a list, you're going to put my family on a list, and I don't know what you're going to do with that information. Why should you be on a list, right? Why should I be on a list that the federal government's going to have, or in this case, the state government, because you are going to abuse that. You're going to have some bureaucrat pencil pusher, uh, you know, neck, uh, uh, pencil necked dork inside the government abusing this list. And guess what? That's exactly what just happened in California. So great job, California. It accidentally leaked on the internet. <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy. How did that happen? Right. It's very obvious what happened here. And we've seen, by the way, we've seen left-wing hackers and in some cases, even left-wing employees for the government be conducting stuff like this time and time again in this country, because it, it blows my mind that there's still people that refuse to even admit what time of the movie, what part of the movie we're in. We are in a cultural revolution. All right. This is similar to a time in the pre-Bolshevik revolution in in russia this is similar to the cultural revolution of china just understand right this th these sorts of things have happened before this isn't anything new the world has seen this type of activity and if you think we're better you think we're different we're not right just because we had a functioning proper society and civilization in real cities at one point right that was a hundred years ago right that's not what we have anymore on the upper east side of new york city yesterday a 20-year-old mother was walking her baby down the street in a stroller, and someone walked up behind her and shot her in the head for no reason. And the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, said, we need to get guns off the street. No, you need to get the psychopathic murderers off the street, Mayor Adams. And for the people in the government of California, I think you need to get them all out of government. Right. So not so obviously. Right. I've said before, get out of cities, get far out of cities, by the way. But also but my you know, I look at that story. My family, I was just on the Upper West Side with my family. Right. We weren't. Um, I mean, we were not on the on the east side. Right. But we were there. Right. But that being said, we weren't just walking the streets, you know, all the time either. But understand, this is this is our country now. This is our city. Get out of them. You have to get out of these cities. Insane, crazy levels of violence. And then our government, right? Our government will go after people, law-abiding citizens, like the gun owners and the permit holders of California, right? Obviously, this is comes out, you know, what, just two weeks after, or even one, nothing, one week? Yeah, one week after the Second Amendment ruling on concealed carry, which obviously affects California. Though I got to say, I got to say, that if you want to start messing with people in California and showing up at their homes or just anyone in the country, I would highly suggest that you do not try to harass or attack the people that you know are concealed carry holders. Now, I ain't saying I ain't saying that people should mess around. I'm just saying be smart, make good decisions, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. We're at uh, the I Promise School in Akron, Ohio. Okay. Our friend just got knocked out. Okay. We don't know what to do. Uh, what is your name? Hey. Okay. Is are, is there a fight happening there now? Hey man, we're sorry, man. We didn't mean. It. Sorry, what was that? 
is there a fight going on? Uh, there was. Okay, are the other people still there? Yeah, it's all good. It's okay though. It's cool now. It's cool now. Okay. Is your friend unconscious? Yeah. Is he breathing? Is he breathing? Yeah. Yeah, he's breathing. He's breathing. Okay. Are you with him now? Yeah. How old is he? I'm not trying to fight though. How old is he? I can't fight. I can't. How old is he? Hello? Look, this is one of those stories where, you know, as as a dad, as a father, um, it's hard to report. What can I say? But I don't see anybody else there out there in the country really talking about this. Jason Whitlock, right, from Blaze Outkick, he's doing a great job. But we got to get into it. The Ethan Liming autopsy, the 17-year-old boy who was murdered in the parking lot of LeBron James School in Akron, Ohio, the autopsy is now out. He was found with a broken skull bone and a shoe imprint on his chest. Preliminary autopsy report has been released. Uh, it states, this is from the Summit County Medical Examiner in Ohio, documenting, uh, Daily Mail has a story, Gruesome injuries that Ethan Liming endured during his final moments in the parking lot. Blunt force trauma to the head. The major bone, the occipital bone, that connects the cervical spine and protects the brain had been broken. One of the investigators at the SCME office said that she was unable to provide further details. The investigation is still going on. The autopsy results and death certificate are pending. Preliminary autopsy also indicated that Liming had a black eye and a head laceration, a shattered cell phone was found near his body. So remember, let's go through and look at the facts of this case. He's out with his friends. They've got this, this, this water gel gun. Two of his friends are in the car firing at people, right? Late night at the basketball court. Ethan and another friend stay in the car. His two friends get out of the car. They're shooting at people. Uh, three males and a female. They're black. Ethan Liming and one of his friends are white. Ethan Liming's other two friends are themselves black. So I saw some people trying to make this about saying, oh, this is white supremacy and they were attacked and they didn't know. No, 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 no. The group on the basketball court comes back to the car, very upset. Ethan Liming gets out of the car to try to de-escalate the situation he wasn't the one who fired at them as far as we know right but they don't target the people that were shooting the gun they don't target the people that were running around no they see him and they beat him to death in the parking lot of lebron james school broken skull bone and a shoe imprint on his chest and his lawyers were saying oh it's self-defense really with a shoe imprint on his chest. I don't know if they have the death penalty in Ohio, but I will say this. It's cases like this for why the death penalty exists. Because the death penalty is about protecting the life, and it's about the life of the victim.
And that's all the time we have here for Human Events Daily. Remember, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends. And then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Right? It's so easy. It's so easy. Just swipe down, boom. Five stars, you're out. And then if you want to leave us a review, we love the reviews. Read the one-star troll reviews. They're hilarious. We check them out. Heavy news day today. And I'm sorry, folks, but sometimes that's just the way it is. That's just the way it be. What do we talk about? First, our exclusive story, a White House official from the Trump administration coming out to debunk the Hutchinson January 6th testimony regarding Pat Cipollone. Apparently, they're saying he wasn't even in the White House. Next, the left proposing abortion tents in national parks. Thanks so much. Uh, Third, the personal information of every California concealed carry permit holder leaks coming soon to a town near you. And then finally, Ethan Liming's autopsy revealing that broken chest bone, excuse me, broken skull bone and a shoe imprint on his chest. Folks, we have had all of these stories, crazy stories. We're talking about the decline of civilization, the decline of the West. We've seen our economy, which is obviously, by the way, in a recession, right? I don't know if people just won't admit it yet, but that's where we are. That's clearly where we are. That's what's going on. And where did this start? How did this start? Right? It started with the process of hollowing out our cities, sending our jobs overseas, exporting our manufacturing, exporting our supply chain. So before we go, it's time for today's history break. Today in 1997, in Hong Kong, the flag of the British colony was officially lowered at midnight and replaced by the flag of the CCP, the People's Republic of China. The official transfer of power had begun. You need to look at that. You need to look at that as an official sign of the beginning of the decline of the West. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.